0: That's one thing my dad taught me is give back to the people that support you. And I'm thankful enough that I'm in a business that I can support the people and give back to my community. And that, to me, is my biggest feat.
1: Hey everyone, Cole Turnbull with Cordellane Advice Givers, where we interview Coeur d'Alene business owners, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders to bring Coeur d'Alene residents the best advice from our community's brightest minds. Today I'm joined by local pizza expert Glenn Gatherer, owner of Nate's New York Pizza in Post Falls, home of the 36 inch pizza challenge and huge supporters of first responders in our military. Thanks for coming on to share your story and advice with us, Glenn. Thanks for having me. Hey, First and foremost, before we jump into any uh, business aspect, what's your favorite kind of pizza?
0: My favorite one that we make is the Bronx Bomber. It's barbecue base with chicken, and then I add onions to it, and that's my favorite one.
1: Okay, so that that's your go-to. Right? Yes, had to had to get that out of the way, and uh, so now now that we know your favorite kind of pizza. If you want to uh, maybe share with us how you got to where you are today, your your personal backstory, maybe where you grew up. Um, and how you've become now the owner for the last seven years of Nate's New York Pizza.
0: Okay, so I moved here and started school in third grade in Coeur d'Alene and went all the way through high school, graduated in 81 from Coeur High. And during that time, my parents owned a business called Doyle's Wholesale North Idaho Distributing. We were a candy, tobacco, bar supply, restaurant supply business. Uh, we took care of everything uh, from... Coeur d'Alene, to Line to Wallace, up to Priest River, Priest Lake, Sandpoint. And so I used to stock shelves and sweep floors. And then in 84, we sold the business and my parents retired. And then in 88, we purchased Davis Donuts in Coeur and I went into the donut business. And 13 years later, after learning how to make donuts 20, in, within 24 hours, we sold the business. And I owned an antique mall in Coeur Lane at the time. And I needed something that had a little bit more income besides just discretionary income. So I looked into businesses and found that pizza was a good business to get into. And if I'm gonna work for myself, I am gonna work for myself instead of a franchise and giving, all, giving them all the money. And so there was two, two restaurants for sale and Nate's was one of them and did some research and made an offer and about a year and a half later, purchased the business. And that was seven years ago
1: okay so that took you a whole year and a half from the yes. time you found it to the time you were owner
0: yep through negotiations and then getting the liquor licenses and licenses and everything when the state of idaho you just can't buy a business and then get your beer and wine license. you got to get your beer and wine license first and then get the uh, business
1: so how like how do you know what hoops to jump through when you know when buying a pizza business as you haven't been in you know pizza business before
0: that one was an eye-opener um i was just ended up doing a lot of research uh talking to government officials finding out what did i need to get into it uh how what steps did i have to do first and
1: just go with go with that and just start going with the flow just kind of went went through them huh yes um so out of all the different businesses, you know, that you could have got into after the donut business. Why did you choose the pizza business?
0: Because our, I grew up with food, uh, making donuts. I love to make a uh, product from scratch, taking something from nothing and making it into a beautiful product. And everybody loves pizza. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves food. And so that's why I said, okay, we'll get in the pizza business.
1: Yeah. I actually, actually, uh, heard recently, uh, Pizza and burgers are about the two most popular menu items in the United States. Yes. So, yes, they are. And then chicken wings are right up there, too. Yep. So do uh, you guys check the two out of three boxes off. Right? Yes, we do. Um, so if you could go back in time, maybe pre-Nate's New York pizza, what advice would you give yourself today? Uh, probably take
0: more vacations. Relax a little bit. Don't get so uptight, upset. Um, go with the flow. Yeah. So
1: you evidently, you know, can fall into when you become an owner of a business, right? Yes. Almost a slave to the trade. Oh, definitely. Of, you know, where you get sucked in, and and you're, you know, you're at the restaurant 15 hours a day, and all of a sudden, you hate life because you. It all, that's all it is, right? Correct. Yeah. Uh, it's open to close. Um, you're there three, four
0: hours before you open. Two to three hours after you open, you're there. If you're closed for a day, you're still there working, and it consumes your life.
1: Yeah. So take a little extra time for yourself. Um, and if you could get one message out to the community about your business, what would it be? Um,
0: probably that we care about our community. Um, our community keeps our doors open and without them, we wouldn't be open. And so that's why I like to give back to our community and keep the support going.
1: Yeah. And so, I mean, you've, uh, been involved with the first responders and military, uh, very heavily. Uh, is there an event in your life that has led you, uh, to be such a big evangelist for our first responders Well local for- heroes?
0: for our uh
1: military i'll back on that
0: uh first and my my dad was in the coast guard so i just love the military with that and then there is no um uh, draft anymore so all the people that are in the military volunteer now and so they're out there supporting us giving us our our rights and our freedoms keeping us free so that's why i love our military and our first responders they put their lives on the line every day They don't ask anything in return for it. They just go out and there do their job. I've got a lot of good friends that are on the force that I've known from high school, and they became uh, law enforcement. And I just wanted to give back to them and and support them 100%. Yeah,
1: and I I know from talking to you before we started the interview is that, you know, you felt like it was important, you know, police uh, in particular have not always had the best reputation. and you didn't want them to have to worry about going somewhere and, you know, having maybe having their food messed with because, you know, they were doing their jobs, protecting us and the community. But you never know who's back there in the kitchen. Right. Correct.
0: Correct. Yeah. You know, f- friends of mine have told me stories where they walked into a business and they said, oh, what well, did we just arrest that gentleman a couple nights ago for for drugs? And then they're like, yeah, we did. And they have to turn around and go out because they don't know what's going to happen to their food. So I want a place where they can come in, they know that they're gonna be safe, they're not gonna to have to worry about anything, we'll have their
1: back. And Okay, and then I guess to kind of piggyback off that, um, you also I mean you don't just support first responders in your restaurant, right? You go uh, out you're involved heavily in in different charitable causes that help support, you know, what you yes. stand for. Yes.
0: Our biggest one that we do is holidays and heroes every year. It's with the Pulse Falls PD, but it also includes all the local agencies, where they take underprivileged kids and they go out Christmas shopping for the families. And we donate one hundred, or excuse me, uh, sixty pizzas this year—pepperoni uh, pizzas and cheese pizzas—so we feed everybody um, out there for free. We donate it all. Um, we, uh, I give my employees the day off after that. So we work for about four hours, and we give back to them. Uh, Veterans Day, we're always taking care of the vets. Um, any vet that comes in, that's current, retired, whatever, as long as they show their military ID, they get free lunch on us.
1: Hmm. So how about that? Yeah. And then lunch, uh, I know from re- you know reading through the reviews and that sort of thing, you guys aren't known to. It cut corners on your proportions
0: no um our giant slice is proportionate to most places smalls small pizzas so we do a giant slice with two toppings and a soda for five dollars for lunch it's it's honestly one of the best deals in the area uh you'll if you go away hungry means you got a big appetite
1: yeah and uh so then off you know going away hungry also uh i haven't seen it in person but I, i did see the video of it of the 36-inch pizza challenge. Uh, there's, yeah. been, there's been some people that have tried it. Uh, to my knowledge, as of date, nobody's been successful. Correct. Uh, we just had our 17th team
0: try it on Saturday and fail. So each team consists of four people, and each person has to eat their own two slices, which is the equivalency of an 18-inch pizza by yourself. So it's a very tough challenge. If a team happened to, to win and they would get their pizza for free, they get their $120 back, and the current pot now is at $350. So every time a team tries and fails, we add $25 to the pot.
1: Okay, so whoever, whoever can come in you know, and do it, and they get that pot? Right? They,
0: they will get the, whatever the current pot is at the time, Yes.
1: Plus their pizza and extra full stomachs. Which how many how many pounds is one of those pizzas equivalent to? It's
0: about 24 pounds of pizza, so about six pounds per person.
1: Oh man, yeah. I think he's he said that a professional, you know, even came in here and he was,
0: yeah. He he was he was like, holy crap, this is an unbelievable challenge. He says it's the toughest challenge in the United States, that because uh, we make it where each person has to eat their own two slices instead of having somebody be able to help somebody else out with their slice. So it, it's a very, very tough challenge, plus it's all meat. So you get the protein in there, and your body has a hard time digesting the protein.
1: Yeah, so you better bring your A-game and, and your A-team, right? Yes.
0: Everybody, everybody <laughs> says, oh, I'm not going to eat for a week. That's the worst thing you can do. And the best thing to do is just keep eating small amounts during the week and drink a lot of water and keep your stomach stretched.
1: Yeah. Get that stomach stretched out. (laughs) I mean, you look at it and it's like, oh man, like that's a, that's a lot of pizza. It is. I mean, it is 36 inches. Um, so you've been involved in numerous businesses with your, um, through Doyle's and through, uh, Davis donuts. Um, what accomplishment or feat are you most proud of along the way and why? Oh, boy, that one, that's a tough one. Um,
0: probably right now, the, just the success of the business. Um, giving, back to, giving back to the community. That's my, one thing my dad taught me is give back to the people that support you. And I'm thankful enough that I'm in a business that I can support the people and give back to my community. And that, to me,
1: is my biggest feat. Okay. Yeah, so, and then to piggyback off that, um, what's kind of been your biggest fear or regret over, over the years of being a business owner?
0: Um, probably right now is the biggest fear and regret for the Nates is being closed two days a week. Uh, but, you know, it's a decision that I decided to make that family's also important. So, you know, it's, it's not always about the money it's about keeping employees happy and keeping um, my family happy.
1: Yeah. So essentially, you guys, you go through and you look probably at, at your numbers, and you're like, hey, like these are our slowest days. Like, yes. We're gonna we're gonna close shop for these days, so where we can all have the same days off every week, and spend quality time. You know, it's that sometimes you're better off probably closing the doors than you know keeping the lights on for correct especially this time of year you know correct
0: yeah it's you know when, when you look at the bottom line okay for me it's not always about the money i've learned that over life now that quality of, of time is better than the, the quantity of time so just take time for yourself and relax and just walk out and forget about it you know enjoy life exactly uh what
1: habit or habits have been critical to your success.
0: Um, for here, uh, quality, freshness of product. Um, if I didn't, if I didn't offer a fresh product every day, I think that would hurt my business a lot. Um, just if I find something that's out of date, not serving it, getting rid of it, throwing it away, take the loss. Um, you know, don't don't worry about that. Yeah, it's a, it's a
1: small little little portion. Exactly. Um, have there been any people that have been instrumental to your success? My biggest would be my, my
0: parents. Um, I just recently lost my dad last month. Um, but that's an okay thing because he's now in a better place. But growing up, they taught me a lot of good, good lessons and taught me how to treat people and how to respect people. And they would be my number one people that, that I would respect and look to.
1: Okay. And then, uh, are you a reader? No, I am not. No? I hate to read. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> you you did say something along the lines of, you got your uh, stepdaughter a book? Yes. For Christmas? Like, That's, If you were going to buy one book, what book would it be? Would it be that one, or would it be another one?
0: Well, honestly, it would depend on the person. Um, but for today, today's millennials, I would go with the one book, and- it's a very, you know, interesting book. Um, I'll just go ahead and say it. It's called Grow the <laughs> Up. It teaches you life lessons that are not taught today.
1: Things such as, you know, simple as changing a tire.
0: Balancing a checkbook. Just doing the, the life simple things that, we're not, that they're not taught anymore. And it's just, it's a good read.
1: Yeah, I th- I think it'd be entertaining even just to <laughs> to go back through and look at it and maybe even test, you know, my own knowledge on yeah, on some of this stuff because, you know, I'm 33, but so I'm kind of right on that that borderline cusp of, you know, generations right. and, and everything else, but um that that'd be interesting. I'm kind of going off, you know, the younger generation. A lot of people use Uh, social media for uh, figuring out stuff, you know, about restaurants, that sort of thing. I understand that you guys are um, big, you know, you understand that and you rely on Facebook to communicate uh, and get your message out there. So pretty much every day I'm posting on
0: Facebook and a lot of businesses don't understand. It's not always about Posting stuff about your business. It's a posting stuff about the community. Stuff that doesn't have to do with your business. Um, I've had more responses to items that had nothing to do with Nate's New York pizza. Um, It was just, of course, you know, first responders in the military, things like that, that get big responses. But just letting them know that something's going on in the community. Um, There's a missing child. And we always share things like that. And it, that makes a big presence for us on social media, where it's not always about Nate's New York Pizza. It's about the other things that are happening in our community, in our area. Uh, letting people know that, okay, yeah, I can always go to Nate's page and I can find something if, if it's important in our, about our area. And so, you know, we, uh, we'll, we'll share things like that. And Facebook, I've learned over the years, it is a big social media that it's not gonna go away. It's gonna be here.
1: Oh yeah, Facebook isn't going anywhere. Yep. Now, I I know from uh, reading up. I know they are change, kind of changing up some stuff. Kind of almost sounds like Zuckerberg's just wanted to go back to almost the older, you know, newsfeed type thing, which is more interaction, human to human, close yes. friends, family interactions. And what you just said, you know, strikes a chord. Is that yeah, like people. People will go on Facebook, you know, to, to learn about businesses and that sort of thing. But what's posted on that business page says a lot about your business. Yes. And even deeper into that is that if you're constantly just out there on Facebook, like shoving, oh, how great my business is in people's faces, they'll tune you out. Yes,
0: they will. They'll tune you out immediately. Um, I, I have a, another business, the Nantique Mall that I'm just starting to get my presence out there. And it's amazing watching that if you just, if I just did posts all day long of the antique mall, I noticed that I don't get the uh, people to respond to it. But as soon as I started doing other things on there, boom, it just brings it up. Mm-hmm. It's just people, if you, if you push your business and push your business, people don't want
1: to see it. Exactly. Yeah, it's more of a conversation, you know, have an have ongoing conversation. Yes. And I'm personally working at getting better at that, too, to where, you know, I, that I try to not just go on anymore and, and you know, click the like button. It's so easy just to click the like yes. button. Yes, but yes, it is. To actually have, you know, conversations, you know, with ongoing with people of the community that are interacting on social media, I think goes a long way in, in people... Discovering you and figuring out, you know, the, the type of person you are, and mm-hmm. those are the kind of people that ultimately decide if they're going to support and spend their money right. at. You know, because um, I would imagine being in the pizza business, I mean, you have there's quite a bit of competition. Yes, uh, there is. So, how do you guys kind of set yourself apart from the rest of the pizza restaurants? Well, for one, we're New York style pizza, so
0: we're totally different than anybody else in the area. Nobody else does anything like us. Our closest competition is gonna be either up in Sandpoint or up in Moses Lake. So that, first of all, sets us apart. Uh, Secondly, we're a family-owned business. We're family-run. We do things locally. We support locally. Uh, We purchase as much product locally as we can um, there, is, there are other great pizza places out there. There's Fire in Cord Lane. there's Embers at the Lake. Um, they're competition, but they're not competition. Mm-hmm. Um, my competition, the way I look at it, is the Domino's, the Pizza Hut's. Those are the chain places, but the family run places like Embers and, and Fire and things like that, that we know that they're locally owned. We know that they're resourcing as much local product like we are. So. Yeah, there's a lot of, lot of competition, but we're all diverse in a different type of style of pizza where uh, we have the other places that are a thin crust where we're a semi-thin crust, but we're a chewy crust where uh, it's a brick oven pizza. So it's not put in a pan and put through a conveyor belt and f- 25, 30 minutes later it comes out and you call that a pizza. Sorry, that's not a pizza. It's um, I want to be able to taste something that's got a little bit of a crispy crunch to it and that's what sets us apart
1: yeah and and i know uh you know from talking to other local business owners something else you just said there that you know people like embers and fire they aren't your competition like right usually uh when you can develop people to have you know maybe i we discover this talking to breweries a lot uh you know, all these these brewers they almost collaborate now on, yes. on different beers and that sort of thing to where like pizza, like there's so many different kinds and styles of pizza. You're the only New York pizza Correct. style pizza around. So by you having a better product ultimately should help the other local pizza restaurants, you know, around yes. because yes. people are gonna be more if they have a good experience, say out of Embers, they're probably gonna be more more open to coming and trying your place. Correct. Right? Correct.
0: And I'm not afraid to tell people about embers and, and fire and other places like that that, you know, okay, yeah, they're in the pizza business, but you know, try them all. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, don't don't stay at one place. Support all the local businesses. That's what keeps everybody in operation.
1: Yeah, and then they're totally, you know, they are good places. They're all different experience. Yes. Um, you know, all have kind of have their niche uh, and as well as you uh we look forward to you know seeing nate's new york pizza grow in the future is there any last thoughts that you'd like to leave us with the only thing that i can think of and i was just thinking of this as we were talking um with the social
0: media today the the biggest problem is everybody hides behind their their face or whatever or their computer or whatever you, you want to call it and um lately it's been all about the the reviews the negative reviews um I don't respond to any re- reviews anymore um, because for one, it gets me upset when I start reading a, a, a one-star review, like a lady the other day just gave us a one-star review, but she didn't give us an explanation of why she gave us the one-star review. And as a business owner, if you have a negative experience, I wish that the customer would have come and talked to me before they gave us a negative review. Yeah. Because I'll bend over backwards To help out that customer and make their experience good. So for the future for people, instead of giving a negative review, talk to the manager, talk to the owner, and see if something can be taken care of immediately, right on the spot, Mm -hmm. instead of leaving those negative reviews. Because everybody hides behind, I'm sorry, not everybody, but there's a majority of people out there that will hide behind their Facebook, their computer name or whatever, and give negative reviews to a business when it's not warranted
1: uh glenn you have any lasting thoughts or impressions you'd like to leave with us um we're right now we're in the
0: process of uh, working our uh, delivery for uh, people out there we're uh, talking with a local company about delivering our pizzas for us so that might be something that's going to come in the future for Nates yeah and uh, also uh, uber eats I, I saw that's that's uber eats I thought about doing it but I decided not to go with Uber Eats. A lot of people don't understand that that business takes 30% commission. So if your meal's $100, I have to give them $30 of that $100. Yes, it's employing a local person, but the company's taking the money. I'd rather give it to a local company that's here that's uh, doing a better service. So that's what we're looking into
1: right now. Okay, and then, so did it leave off? Um, and then people can find you on Facebook, right? Facebook and uh,
0: natesnewyorkpizza.com. And uh, just do a Google search and go on uh, New York Pizza and you'll find us.
1: Yeah, so come in, uh, you know, give them a shot uh, Wednesday through Sunday. Yep. Uh, uh, two, Wednesday through Saturdays, 11 to 8. Sundays, 12 to 7. And Closed
0: Mondays and Tuesdays. Huge, huge slice of pizza and a, Soda for five bucks. For five
1: bucks, yep. Right. Wednesday
0: special is a uh, 18-inch pepperoni for seventeen dollars.
1: Cool. Thanks, Glenn. Uh, we appreciate you coming on and sharing your story with us, and we hope to see you grow in the future. Sounds good. Thanks for having me.